You are now listening to another episode of the Kinky Heathen Podcast. If you have a potential partner and you think that they might be into it, how would you go about introducing them to Latex is usually what people know me for, so I don't really have to introduce people to it. But I did introduce a friend of mine, um, international person of leather, Brie Burning. I had her first latex experience kind of with me. So she put on, she was always interested in latex, but never really knew where to, where to start. Um, and so she like messaged me and was like, what do I look for? And I said to her, you know, what do you wear in, you know, everyday clothing and find that in latex, like find something that you're comfortable wearing in everyday clothing and then just find the latex version of that because there's something there. Um, and so she tried it and she found a dress that she loved. We talked about sizing. We like, you know, we did the measurements and, you know, we talked about everything and, and she put on her latex dress and she was like, this feels amazing and I love it. So that's how I would introduce it like for clothing to like a friend as for a partner. I've had to introduce like new people into like my latex life, but I kind of just say I wear latex clothing and then I send them like a really hot picture of me and they don't really have anything to say. Um. (laughs) Get it done. Hey. I mean, there's a couple of pictures I have that I have not posted to the internet that I'm I'm sure that they were really excited when they received it and they couldn't object to it. Um, but I usually don't date people who are not kinky and aren't aware of latex just as a thing. Um, it's because it's just so much a part of my life that I don't see myself being able to convince someone who's vanilla to interact with my daily kink life, you know? That's true. So you wear some sort of latex daily? I don't wear latex daily. I'm definitely wearing, um, I wear latex or leather usually daily. I usually have my vest on or my my leather jacket or my boots or something like that. Um, Even at my vanilla job, they they quote unquote knew when I was going out because I would show up with my boots on. (laughs) I was going to a bar that night. Um, So I wear my stuff pretty openly. I wear my, um, I've gotten dressed at work, you know, and put my latex dress on after hours, not during business hours, but after hours. um, Cause I had some place to go and I didn't have time to go home afterwards. So there's, for me, my kink is involved in my daily life every day my I wear t-shirts my family knows my partners obviously are involved so I don't really care what strangers have to say which is kind of like a, I guess maybe a problem but it's not I don't really involve people who are not in kink in my daily life maybe I'm excluding people I don't know there's a whole separate conversation but um there's I don't really hide anything so you kind of have to know me before you know me kind of thing. I understand that. That was actually going to be my next question. Um, if you found that people pass judgment for your love of uh, rubber slash latex. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, people pass judgment because I am a fat black girl who wears tight clothing, um, who has a belly and doesn't care, who has rolls in her back. And the latex will curve right into those rolls, even though I don't want it to. 
Um, so I will get past judgment for whatever I wear. It's really none of my concern what they think of me. Um, so I wear what I want to wear and what makes me feel comfortable. Um, and if that offends them, there's, you know, 360 other degrees they can look to get a different view. Oh, I'm here for it. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for that. I, I'm have to, Bianca says there are 360 other degrees you, for, for you to look. You don't have to look over here. <laughs> don't look over here, but it's, what doesn't, you know, this business doesn't pay you. So don't worry what happens over here. That's how, that's my personal experience. And that's how I deal with things. Um, you know, we can get into body positivity and all that. We don't have, I don't know if you want to, but my mother and, you know, always taught me to be a confident woman. And so if anyone ever has, anyone has made a comment, it has to do with them. It has nothing to do with me. If I'm happy, healthy, and safe, I'm just going to continue to do what I do. I, I like to hear that because with this, I think that body positivity is, is a portion of sex positivity. Because I think you, you mm-hmm. can't really have one without the other. And I am a big proponent of both. And with specific kinks like like this that you can do alone or with a partner, mm-hmm. I think that that the more secure you are in yourself, the better it makes it for you and your partner and the community. Because that way you can wear it loud and wear it proud. I'm amen. Because latex will pick out everything that you don't like about your body. If you don't like it, latex will show it. So you have to be comfortable with yourself sometimes. So for me, like, I don't like my belly. That's not my strong suit. But I can look at my legs in this latex dress and I can be like, girl, these legs in this dress are killing it. You know what I mean? And I focus on that. And it's all related because I'm so confident in my legs or my breasts, or my arms, or my belly, or my back, or my butt, or whatever the case might be, my thighs, because I'm so confident in that one piece of me that's so good, I don't really have to be concerned about what anybody thinks about the rest of me, because I know I look good, and I'm sure you do too. It shouldn't shouldn't feel what I think people should feel that way all the time, and I hope that when they, when they hear this, when, when they hear this show, and they hear what we're trying to do here, that it gives them that extra oomph to uh like this girl put this is your sign to wear the damn outfit just whatever it is the outfit i am telling you listen to bianca listen to auntie bianca put on the outfit you look good in it i'm telling you don't care what so-and-so says they don't know you if you like it and you love it you wear it and you put it on because nobody else has to put on that outfit but you. You don't have to be concerned with anybody else's feelings but you. Put it on. This is your sign. Here is your sign. And then buy the outfit that you actually want. Wear the outfit that you actually want. Just have that one outfit. If that's all you can afford is that one outfit, then do it for you. But be comfortable in what you have because you only have you. I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> I could I just couldn't have said it any better. Like like I think that that is the that is the show note. That's the one. I've got two more questions for you. Actually three. What's something you wish people would stop asking about latex slash rubber? I you know what? Nothing. Really? Yeah, I don't have a question. I've never received a question I wasn't willing to answer. I'm happy to get people introduced to latex. So 
there is no question that it's stupid. There is no question that it's dumb. There is no question that it's unwanted. Um, I have never denied anyone the access that I have gotten to Lasex. So for me, there's nothing that you can't ask me. Even if it's the same question a million times by a million different people. Now, if you ask me the same question multiple times, we're going to have to have a conversation. However, if it's the first question time for you or you don't understand it, I'm happy to answer whatever question you have. Okay. We're, we're here for the mentorship. Yeah, I mean, you know what, though? As a Black woman, it was really, really hard for me to get into latex. It was really hard to find people who did it like I did or people who were into it like I did. Or I am. It's really, really hard as a woman to be into latex, never mind a black woman. So I would never deny anyone the access that I had to fight for because that would be a disservice to all the people who gave me that knowledge. And I couldn't do it. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Most people, <laughs> I find that um, in some, I can't say most people, I find that in some things people say, well, I got here, you can get here too. But it's like, you struggle, so why should everyone else have to struggle just because you did? Yeah, no, I don't I don't believe in, you know, passing on the oppression and passing on the struggle. I don't believe in that. If I was, you know, especially, I think, especially for other, like, BIPOC women or BIPOC non-male identified folks, we already have it really, really, really hard. You know what I mean? We already have it really hard. So why would I make it harder for you? Why wouldn't I be a vessel of information? You know what I mean? So that's just how I live my personal life. Not everyone is like that. I'm not speaking for everyone, but me as this black woman right here, I am about definitely supporting others and getting them involved in things that I'm involved in. Speaking of that, the next question was going to be, what do you... If you could say anything, like one bold statement about latex leather that you think people shouldn't should know, like if it was going to be on the poster board, latex, colon, what would you say? It feels better than you think. Oh, that's the, we like that too. Latex, it feels better than you think. We're going to have to design a t-shirt and commission that. That's what, you know what, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to design a t-shirt and commission that. Latex, it feels better than you think. Okay, I support it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's one way to raise money for the latex community. The rubber community has been amazing, especially because it's such a male-dominated community. It's such a male-dominated community and a gay male-dominated community. And then on top of that, like a white male, because it's so expensive to get into. It's really, really hard to find people who are not white and not gay men who are really involved in this. And... My rubber community has been amazing um, worldwide. We had folks from Mexico, Australia, Amsterdam, all over the United States, Chicago, uh, Fort Lauderdale, everywhere has just been so amazing and awesome. So I love my folks. I love them all. And they have, I have yet to tell me to have someone tell me that I didn't belong there. I dare them to try, but. No one has ever told me I did not belong there. Have they ever made you felt made you feel like you didn't belong? Because I've been in some places where, even though I had every right to be there, it just felt like you you see me seeing you seeing you know that you yeah. don't belong here, but I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm so, just... 
So I've lived within the kink community in New York City and in San Francisco and the Bay Area. Um, I've traveled all across the country involved in kink stuff. Um, COVID put a plan on my, you know, put a pause on my international plans. Um, But I have definitely been in many places and many bars. Uh, where I was made to feel like I did not belong. I've been at events where I was made to feel like I did not belong. I have been uncomfortable. I have been one of a handful of uh, non-male identified folks. And then, you know, a smaller finger or two of black people or non-white people within that. Um, I have definitely been in those situations. Um, I've definitely left bars because I felt unsafe. Um, in particular situations. Um, But as a whole, I can say that my people, my people that I have found are amazing all over this country and they have always supported me and they have always made me feel safe. And if they have felt I was in an unsafe situation, they have made sure to make me safe. Um, And so... Oh my God, I'm going to start crying because I can think of a situation where a friend of mine, uh, we were at a bar and his name is Boy Jason and Boy Jason just saw me and it was a a gay male bar and he goes, you are not okay here by yourself, sweetie. He's like, I'm going to stick to you like Velcro all night. And I did not even go to the bathroom without him. And I'm sorry, without them. And it was, it was perfect because I didn't even know that I I wasn't unsafe. But once we started getting into the bar, I realized how grateful I was for them. So I find my people. I find my, my people who make me safe. Um, and if I don't feel safe, I go home or I go back to my hotel and I find someplace else to be. That was so kind of them to, to, to see you, see your need and, and, and fill it. I'm so sorry that yeah. you felt unsafe, but, but it's, but it's it's kind, and that yep. it seems like that kind of kindness is uh, I don't want to say rare, but that's kind of what it feels like. It you know what sometimes when as being a a woman, um, and I'm 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 not going to speak for trans folks cause, folks because I'm not trans, um, but I can imagine for trans folks it's, who it might not feel comfortable for them either especially when you go to a lot of gay bars, a lot of gay bars are white men um, and they might be older, they might be younger, whatever the case, but you're usually sometimes feel like a fly in the ointment. Um, Or, but when you go to like other gay bars, you're completely embraced. I I usually find a little bit of an easier time um, because they usually like my outfit (laughs) that I'm wearing. And so they compliment me. Um, (laughs) But I also find that I usually need the buddy system um, to go to certain spaces. I don't go to spaces I don't know. And there's just certain spaces that I just know I'm 100% not welcome. And I won't even step foot in it because, you know, they deserve their space as much as I deserve mine. And, you know, my philosophy is that if I want spaces without men, then I need to give them their space because I also want my space. I don't want you at my party all the time type of situation. You know what I mean? So 
I believe that not every space is for everybody, but there are spaces that are for everybody, but you need to sometimes go in with a person. I 100% believe in the buddy system. I I struggle with that ideology because I do understand that that everyone is entitled to having their own space, but I can admit that I'm biased when it comes to men because everything we live in a patriarchal society. So everything, mm-hmm. everything is a space for men. And you know what? I completely agree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please continue. No, but that, that's, that was my thought. Every, everything is a, is a place for, for men. And I think that if we want to be where you are, it's, it's because you have excluded us in so many other ways that now, that now we're here and we're not, and we're not leaving. You don't, your whole life, no matter what you do, it'll always be about you. So, right, it, it's See, I, it's I hard get for me. Tired of it? No, no, I completely get it. I don't, I don't disagree. I think you know, especially white men, absolutely every space they think they're entitled to. However, I got, I, I, I made my own space. So I am a co-founder of the Unruly Social Club. The Unruly yes. Social Club is a space without men and without white people. I did not create an inclusive club. I I created an exclusive club. I created a space that was built by people and anything that touched my club is never touched by a man and was never touched by anyone white. That includes businesses that print my t-shirts, businesses that we support, event places that we go to, if we have like a bar night, you know what I mean? These are things that we try to really hold on to. And sometimes we can't get around it. Sometimes, you know, leather bars are owned by the people that they're owned. But we try our hardest to create our own spaces. I will walk in to a leather bar and demand that this corner is my corner. And I will take over the bar with whoever I have with me. And I'm talking about Femmes, dems, mask people, whoever you want. If you want to come here, I have a space for you. And that's what Unruly does. But at the same time, I don't want to give access to men and white people to my club. I don't want to give access to my club. So if I don't want them in my club, I have to respect that sometimes I'm not going to be welcome in their club. But public spaces are public spaces. Any bar that they go to, I can go to too. Any, like a party is a private party. There's nothing I can do about a private party, but a bar, that's not yours. That's not yours at all. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a gay woman, so I can go to a gay bar. I'm a straight woman, so it's not like I'm going in like paying looky loo. I deserve to be in those spaces and all those other bars just as much as they do. Private spaces, I understand the exclusivity. Public spaces, I'm going to be there right next to them push over. I'm going to have head in the back of the, you know, the bar too. I don't care. I get that. I do. That actually, that's actually a good way to, a good way to put it. If you want to exclude, if you want your, your place to be exclusive, then, then have, then hold a private gathering. But if you're going to do this in, in, in public, whoever comes here to this public space is going right. to be in this public space. I get that. And I commend yeah, you unless for, I, for making that space. Unless I shut down the bar, unless I pay to shut down that bar, that is not a private space and anyone can show up there and there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can absolutely do. But if I'm a, I'm having a private party, you bet your ass you're not welcome inside. 
This concludes the final part of Latex with Miss Rubber. It was a three-part series. I hope you joined us for all. If you didn't, go back. It's okay. So next week, we're going to be discussing nudity, why it's a lifestyle, why it's not inherently sexual, and what it's like to be at a resort full of naked people. Until then, I need you to like, comment, subscribe, share. If it's bad, share with me. I'm listening. I do take feedback. If it's good, tell everybody. Tell your friends. Put it in your group chat. I appreciate all of that. So again, thank you for your time. Tune in on Tuesdays as always. This was the Kinky Heaton Podcast.